LVC, a podcast all about Ventura County real estate. My name is Reed Fish. I am the host and I'm the CEO of Upmarket Media. And man, am I excited because our special guest co-host today is Magda Nordahl. She is a broker associated Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, California properties in the Ventura office. And Magda, um, the, the thing, it, it just keeps being on everyone's mind is like, what is this market doing? And, and we, and we had the 4th of July holiday. So we kind of took a week off from the podcast. And, and I, I guess the question I want to start with is like, we had such a crummy start to this year and it, and it felt like spring just got delayed that, that hot spring market that we're always used to, it just got delayed and delayed and delayed. And it feels like it's picked up. Is is that it? Have we had the spring market and now it's just going to be eking it out for the rest of the year? Or do you think... It's just a late blooming spring and we're, we're, summer's going to be strong this year. What's your feelings? Yeah, great question. Good morning, Reed. How good are you? Good morning. I'm good. Awesome. So, you know, what's so interesting is, you know, the market is the market. So right. you're going to always have ups and downs. You're going to face whatever the economy's facing, whether it's interest rates or inflation. But if you just stay on focus on what your job is, which is making calls, touching base with your clients. You almost don't know what's happening out there because you're Whoa. busy. I mean, you, you're aware of it as a statistical mm-hmm. information, but you can still be busy in an odd market, you know, because you're just taking care of people. Okay. And so I um, will just say, buckle down, stay focused on your task Mm -hmm. and know the information, but that's not your job. Your job is to stay in front of your client and taking care of people. Right. So, okay. I think you avoided my question. What's your prediction on what the market's going to do? I didn't think you avoided it. The market has stayed consistent for me, but I think it's because I'm just taking care of people from over years. Like one client was three years ago, I'm at an open house. So it's Mm -hmm. not like they instantly happen, but if you take care of people, when they're ready, they're going to come back to you. So, right. so I guess I would say the market I have seen, um, we're still getting multiple offers on the homes that are priced mm-hmm. well and beautiful. Um, I'd say overall, it's been a softer market for sure. Right. Oh um, yeah. But not to the point where there, there's always people who need to buy and sell. Yeah. Well, and, and, and I think we're coming out of, you know, always every year, you know, when you have a holiday and especially yeah. 4th of July and this year, it's right in the middle of the week. So it's, it's, it's just a very awkward time to have it. And you feel like, oh, everything just kind of dies around that. But I think we, you know, out on Caravan in Ventura last week, I believe there were 12 homes, which I think is like at least double or triple the, mm-hmm. the amount that there's been, you know, the last few weeks, you yes. know, that when I've been at the, at the Caravan meetings. So, I mean, that was, a good sign. I don't know if it was just kind of a rush to get in before, you know, the, the, the holiday came out and, you know, and so that, I guess that's what I mean. I'm like, hopefully that was not like, you know, that last gasp before, yeah. you know, and that then the rest of the summers were going to no, eke it I out. I did but. introduce a new property that weekend uh-huh. and held it open Saturday, Sunday. I had 30 to 40 groups both days. Wow. I gave out little flags, mm-hmm. you know, oh, yeah, tie yeah, in yeah. with the uh-huh. theme, but, sure, yeah. but definitely there's people out there coming to look. Right. Well, so when you have, so I guess to get back a little to what you're talking about in terms of taking care of people, I, I do want to ask how you strategize in this kind of, as you, I think you put it, an odd market or a, or a something market, a soft market, you know, for the last few months, because there's been, you know, as we've talked about on this podcast, there's been, you know, 35% fewer listings than, sure. than there have, you know, year over year. 
So how do you take care of your buyers in this situation? Because they're seeing their buying power decreased quite a bit by uh, the rise in interest rates, even though they're still historically, you know, decent in interest right. rates. You right. know, when you're used to two and a half percent or three percent, it's it's a lot different. How do you, coupled with those interest rates and coupled with nothing on the market, how are you servicing your buyers and how are you keeping them engaged and, you know, not losing hope, right? Right. And that is our job is to keep them hopeful, show them what is available. I think it's maneuvering through whatever the market is doing. So rates are a little bit higher. You go, okay, so now their buying power may have changed. Does that mean we're going to look at additional markets? Are we going to increase to looking in Camarillo, Oxnard, Ventura? Where do they want to live? What, how does that affect the number of properties. So I like to encourage them to view more listings and then let's take a look at them. And so they either have to adjust the price of the home that they're going to buy or the area that they're going to select from, but there are homes on the market. And if they're ready and need to buy today, mm -hmm. then we're going to find them a home. Right. Well, but ha when you have those, um, those buyers who, and, and I know, I mean, I, you know, we're kind of dipping our toe in a, a while back and, but you know, with interest rates, I'm not sure that it's going to work out for us right now, you know, of, of having that, like, I feel like we didn't even look that much, but then there was like a bit of fatigue and you're mm -hmm. just, and, and frustration, you're like, oh, mm -hmm. it was, we're never going to get anything, you know, not Definitely. in this market, you know, how do you like, is, is, do you have a special trick for kind of keeping your buyer spirits up? Well, again, it's uh, it's our job because we deal with this on a daily basis and they're just feeling the frustration, right? right? So you just got to keep them encouraged. You got to tell them, okay, you know, if you do good um, where you're building their expectations properly right. in advance, all right, so I've we may have to see more offers. We may have to put more offers. We may have to open our market. So tell me what your goals are, what your timeline is, and let's talk about that. So right. you're just going to set expectations so that they are right. understanding that this is normal for mm -hmm. today's market. And truly, right. if they want to buy a house with interest rates, we've kind of adjusted some of that thinking. We've seen more clients coming back on the market. They took a step back initially mm -hmm. and now they're kind of getting used to it. Lenders are offering different programs. If you refi within two years, there's no refi fees. I mean, so there's some really different avenues that we can right. continue to show them how to work th with the system we have today. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, and I do think, yeah, you just have to kind of, uh, you know, adjust to the quote unquote new normal, right? Because it does, you know, when you're used to 3%, well, if that's gone for two years, that's going to be a distant memory is that 3% rate. So, well, yeah, know. I mean, I don't know, but my first house was 15% or yeah. something. So, you know, what is the normal? Uh, yeah. The normal is whatever it is that day. Right. And if you can afford the house and then you can adjust the rate later, you know, mm, I know you've yeah. heard the phrase many mm -hmm. times where you marry the house, divorce the rate, or sorry, yeah, you marry the, the house, house, date the rate, divorce right. the uh, right. the rent. Right. And it's always Not better to buy than to rent. Mm, right. It's always better. You're paying someone else's mortgage. If you said, oh my gosh, I paid 2000 a month times 12, that's 24000 that I gave somebody toward their mortgage yeah. instead of for myself. And yeah. so whether you have to buy a condo to start, mm -hmm. take that equity in a couple of years yeah. and transfer it over, plus after... You know, if it's your primary residence, you're going to be taking equity that's tax free that you can take to your mm -hmm. next property. I mean, yeah. well worth yeah, it. Yeah, that's good. As a renter, I feel like a chump. So thank you. <laughs> it's okay. We'll, we'll talk afterward. <laughs> okay. oh, oh, all right. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Oh, you're smooth. Mm. I, I see why uh, you're you're so successful. Um, well, I, I so setting expectations. I I I. I 
that kind of piqued my interest when you say that, because I, because we can struggle with that in terms of, uh, of our business. I think, you know, for, for any kind of relationship and any kind of business, trying to set those expectations are, are really paramount. Cause you know, we have a certain set of expectations when we go in and shoot a property, right? It needs to be photo ready at the time of the photo shoot, because we're not stagers, we're not cleaners, and we don't have that time built into our schedule. We're always happy, of course, to the garbage can needs to be moved or whatever. We'll, we'll chip in and, and, and do that. But when, you know, we show up to a shoot and then that's when the realtor shows up. If our appointment's at 10 AM and they show up at 10 AM, Oh, that's a bad sign. Cause you're like, Oh no. <laughs> or I've, you, if I've been there for three hours prior and we're still not done. Yeah, no, well, not yeah, the, 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 you know, but at least you were there three hours prior. Right. So that's, that's the thing is like you, you know, we always try to set those expectations and we have even like a, a home prep checklist that we'll send our realtors that, that then they can give their homeowners. So the homeowners have know what to expect because realtors kind of know, but the homeowners they've done this once or zero times or, or, or two or three, they just don't have a, a sense of that. And I, we find that when we are successful at setting those expectations, it just makes everything go smoother. And then and when we kind of have to say to the homeowner, you know, we don't want to have to say to the homeowners, you know, it's really better if you just leave. You know, we want to set those expectations ahead of time when the realtor can say, you know, it's better if, you know, it's like, you know, the when we're doing a photo shoot, it's like it's a movie set or something. Mm-hmm. You know, it should be just clear. Should let the professionals come in and do their job, right? That's a great way to phrase it. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So I, I think... Um, you know, I've noticed that some of the, like just on the selling side, even that, that some realtors do a really good job of setting expectations and some don't. And some, I think what happens is they want the listing so badly that when the, the, um, the, uh, the homeowner suggests some insane price and that makes the realtor look at me afterwards. I can't believe they want to ask this, but they, I feel like the realtor just didn't set the expectations correctly in order to get the listing. Yeah. Well, price is a tough one because it's their house. Yeah. All we can do is explain to them. Here's what the market does. There's three pricing strategies. You could go just a tad below, right at market value or what we call retail value, Mm -hmm. where you're expecting that if it doesn't sell within a couple of weeks that you're going to put it on sale and reduce. So you, that's setting expectations as well. And it's their choice. So our job, I tell them I'll never not take your listing based on price and I will go to the moon and back marketing and helping you, you know, strategize so that you get the best dollar for your house. But at the end of the day, unless it's so unrealistic that you're just really concerned, which doesn't normally happen overall, even if Mm -hmm. they push it a little bit too much because they saw just recently the prices were crazy high and they don't want to leave any money on the table. And I say, I don't want to leave any money on the table either, but I'd rather bring you more offers so that you have Mm -hmm. options to push the, that the multiple offers will actually help get you the dollar that you wanted. Right. Well, and there's, there's no one way to go about it too. Right. And so you have to, um, you know, in, in, in what we talk about too, is like in a way you, you, maybe a high price isn't so bad because if you have to put more marketing out there, well, that's more times your name is being seen. And you know, what we always talk about is, you know, the, the, the materials that we provide for realtors, we feel that's realtor marketing. We don't feel like that's marketing for the homes because every time you're putting stuff out there, well, your name is on it. Mm-hmm. And that's, and that's then people, you know, it's just, you know, one, one time after another, they get to see your name and then keeps you top of mind. And, and, and then you, there you're known for having top notch marketing materials. Definitely. Marketing is paramount for me. Um, my degrees in marketing, but I just, my biggest pet peeve is bad photographs. So that's why you guys are my number one (laughs) go to. Ours too. (laughs) Because I think how hard could have the, 
like yeah. the clutter on the t- counter, could yeah. they have moved something? And yes, sometimes you're restrained by yeah. the sellers. Um, yeah. But yeah. there are still some things and, you, you can know. do, or tenants, and you yeah. can't really touch stuff. I get it. But there are things you can do to yes. um, oh, yeah. move that process uh, along better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I, it, it's kind of unbelievable what, uh, what, what some people will allow us to photograph. Like, or okay, to save well, money by doing your own oh, photos. Yeah. Honestly, you're not doing your client justice. So that would yeah. be my honest opinion yeah. about that. Uh, and and um, yeah. what your, our, your opinion is aligned with ours. So that's, <laughs> that's, that's really Well, good. it's really, that's the, because think about it. The number one place that a house is going to be seen to get yeah. an appointment is online. Yeah. They need the best photos they can. Yeah, for sure. Well, so what, uh, so when you do uh, have a listing Mm -hmm. and when that listing is coming out, like, and especially in this type of market, well, I I mean, whatever, you probably don't change it that much, but what do you do when your listing comes? Because you just had one a couple of weeks ago. So what, uh, what's your strategy when a house comes on the market? What, What do you do? In, in terms of like marketing yeah, dollars, in terms of marketing, I mean, yeah, we, we, you know, what, what, what's kind of your workflow? Yeah. And it's probably similar to most. I yeah. mean, we have, you know, the, the broker tour where mm-hmm. of course I'm known for feeding my brokers. Oh, I, I've been I, to one of your broker tours. <laughs> I, was, I got full. It's one of the few times I have an opportunity to pamper and take care of and just be like, have them to host for them. So mm-hmm. to me, it's really special. Um, I love giving them the full treatment. The uh-huh. wonder. So anyway, so that starts with my marketing is to showcase the home. Of course we do either if we can, I do what I call a restyle. So maybe, oh, okay. which is something I enjoy doing. So if I use the, uh, the family's personal belongings or if it's vacant, I have buckets of beautiful little silk plants, teapots, uh-huh. and uh, my famous wreath that's on the door of every <laughs> listing probably <laughs> that um, it's uh-huh. the magic wreath that uh-huh. gets it sold. No. <laughs> the magic bag, the wreath. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so the same tea sets and everything, but right. it's just that ambiance that says, this is, you know, an area that you can sit and enjoy right. that, you this know, this is a home. This, yes. yes. Not so, just a house. And when it's vacant, it needs a little bit of that warmth yeah. and charm. So I like to bring that if, if they don't choose to use, um, staging, I mm-hmm. love when they, my clients will, you know, utilize one of our wonderful stagers. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, so that's the beginning prep, um, for that. And then of course we do, we have at Berkshire Hathaway, we have a amazing marketing team on staff. Uh-huh. So they create my four page brochures and uh-huh. they send out automatically to quite a few websites. And, um, just, we have a huge package of media mm-hmm. that goes out mm-hmm. instantly right. on our behalf. Okay. That's nice. And then you're holding the broker open and then are you doing any other kind of events around the launch of the property? Um, traditionally, of course, like I just did two days in a row for open houses. Right, I mean, right. that's, we're, that's normal. We're going to, in our marketing section later, cause I think you're kind of known as the, the open house queen, right? That <laughs> we're we're going to, we're going to talk a lot about open houses, but okay. anything besides just kind of that standard open house that, that, that you're doing? You know, our traditional postcards for just listed, right. just sold later. Right. Um, and when you do, when you do a just listed mm-hmm. postcard, are you targeting that to just the neighbors? The neighborhood? Yes. Yeah. It's, okay. It's, it's not it's going a out to your full home minimum of around the uh-huh. radius of that property. Okay. But yeah. you don't send that to your normal like client mailing list as well. And 
No, but it is on my social media pages. Sure, sure. And so, um, right. but, but when you do that physical mailer, I mean, you, you kind of, you want to be really targeted about that because you know, each one of those is, it ends up being expensive, mm-hmm. right? So it's reasonable actually. Yeah. And again, you are marketing the property, but you're also marketing yourself. You're marketing yourself. And <laughs> yes, but you know, like I love the neighbors. I love having people come to see sure. the house. I love hearing their feedback. I mean, it is just a, a good win-win. And then are you, wh- when you are launching a home, I mean, are you having different things that you do depending on kind of the price point of the house? Yeah, that's a great question because I am a, a luxury marketing specialist. So oh. when I do homes, oh, fancy. <laughs> that's just, you know, an, an accreditation that you can get based on homes that you've sold at right. that higher price point. Sure. Um, so when you, when I do have a property that's in our luxury property listings, um, we do launch parties differently. Like we'll host a client launch party, soft opening prior uh-huh. where I, this last one I had, I had it catered uh-huh. and I actually brought in wine glasses and tables and, wow. you know, full caterers who served food. I mean, it was just a beautiful event Wow! and that, you know, and who is that event for? Is that for so the So I invite, uh-huh. so I have several days stacked back and back. So I okay. have, um, one day where it's my VIP agents who have sold in that hillside or neighborhood or at beach Mm -hmm. or wherever that property is, whoever, so they Mm -hmm. get invited. Um, any of my VIP clients, any of the neighbors, um, the, uh, the list, the sellers and any of their VIP, if I have an Mm -hmm. architect, if I have the designers. So I kind of try to bring a nice mix of people. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's one night. And then I have the neighborhood soft open, and then there's different food for that night. And, <laughs> and so, then, and so do that, do you market that to the neighbors? Do you put like yes. flyers on their doors? No, or beautiful something? invitations, just like a wedding invitation. So it's a high level Magda. marketing wow, yeah, for okay. sure. Uh-huh. I mean, it's a different level of marketing and right. it is marketing me again. I made a beautiful 12 page lookbook that's stunning and the soft touch that's mm-hmm. of course your photography. Yeah. And it looks like people wanted to frame some of the photos. I mean, it's beautiful. Right. Well, they can uh, send us a royalty for that. If yeah. they want. <laughs> there you go. Uh, well, but then, so, uh, so at what price point houses are you doing this full package for? I mean, is this like 3 million and up or, you know, so we, we technically, Look at Ventura County for 1.75 would uh-huh. be the starting point for a luxury listing. Right. Okay. And then, okay. So you do that soft open and, and no, I think that would be impressive. You get like a wedding invitation mm-hmm. to this open house that's mm-hmm. happening in the evening in your neighborhood addressed personally to you. I mean, that's like, I think that's powerful. Yeah. And then, so then you have that soft open and then you just kind of have the more standard regular open houses Correct. after that. Correct. Okay. That's, that's a lot of stuff. So that's great. I I want to, we're going to, we're going to take a little break now and then we're going to come back. We'll have our social media sidebar. And then we're going to talk a lot more about marketing, specifically open houses with Magda and then uh, action items. We're going to end this thing with the action items. Magda's got a banger. I have one too. So stick around. We have a lot more good stuff coming up. All right. Now we have our social media sidebar. And first, I just want to have a a quick word to say thank you to everyone who's been listening to the podcast so far. Thank you for everyone who's come up to me uh, in person and had kind words about it. Your support means everything. That's going to how this show is going to grow. It's how it's how we're going to be able to keep doing this. And we're so happy that that people are liking it. Um, And so really, if you do rate this show, 
Five stars only, please. We we love five star ratings. Anything else? Those are the, we like to call those private ratings that you can just keep in your heart. Um, and then also, uh, you know, subscribe. So make sure that Real VC is going to come into your podcast app of choice every other Tuesday when we come out. And if you want to follow along on social media, we are posting on our upmarket.media social media accounts. We are posting uh, podcast content on there. And then we also have uh, video versions of this on our YouTube channel. We have a special channel devoted to the Real VC podcast. You can search it there and you'll find it. So Magda, social media, let's, I'm just going to go ahead and run down where we can find you. Your website is magnanordahl.bhh. <laughs> hhscalifornia.com. And so your name is M-A-G-D-A-N-O-R-D-A-H-L. So if you Google that, you're going to find all this stuff. But on Instagram, you're realtor underscore Magda. LinkedIn, you're Magda dash Nordahl. Um, And then Facebook, you know, Realtor Magda. And then uh, you said your YouTube channel. I do. uh, Yeah. I love it. It's a work in progress. It always (laughs) is. Ours is too. And I have to remember to move the videos that I create over yeah. there. That's another element. I know, we, we do that too. We're producing videos all the time. And it's like, well, we got to be posting these all the time. But yes. it's just that one extra step you got to take. And, yes. you know, so, yeah. So well, you, you just search her on there. You can find her. Come on. You guys know how to use Google. You're realtors. You're smart. There you let's go. Do, yeah. There we go. <laughs> let's do this. So what, um, you know, how active are you on social media? Would you say? I'm definitely active. Um, I like being on social media. Of course, right. Facebook is all of my friends and family and uh-huh. everybody that, you know, yeah. you connect with and keep in touch with their children and their, and it's just lovely. I, I mm-hmm. definitely am a Facebook girl, uh-huh. but I've really built my Instagram sure. and my LinkedIn. Those have won. Right. So are you, are you, do you think you're cultivating business from your social media accounts? You know what? I did get um, a listing because of my LinkedIn account. Hey. So that definitely brought some presence and then they looked me up and then they, it did work out really mm-hmm. well. So I, it's all, all marketing is a package deal where, you know, they're seeing you in a variety of elements. They're seeing your family, mm-hmm. they're seeing what you're doing, they're seeing right. the homes you're selling. So it's a, a little snippet picture of who you are as a person right. and what you are accomplishing. So, yeah. So, and you're posting personal stuff on like your, your Instagram, you're not separating your personal and your business. Correct. Stuff. I do have it blended, but I try to keep the really family stuff at, on Facebook uh-huh. and then Instagram might be family, but just in a, just yeah, a, just a little touch a little, of it. A yeah. little touch of okay. it. Okay. Yeah. And then you're managing all this yourself or do you have so an far. assistant? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How's that going? I do have a couple of, um, like um, keeping current matters feeds on my feed. And uh so that gets me some really good content about market updates. So that I feel is really a nice element added to what I put on there. Right. Um, And so, so I guess you're not getting a ton of businesses cultivated from it, but it's more of just having that overall, you know, you're just out there and people are just reminded of you you all the time. And the number of comments and likes, and I try Mm -hmm. to respond to as many as possible. Right. You know, if someone took time to respond, put a comment, I'll respond unless it's mm-hmm. a birthday or something. Yeah, I just right. hit like, cause yeah, there's yeah, a few yeah, hundred of those, yeah. but, oh, well, but I try to go back and, over here. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I try to go back cause if they wrote something, I want to say something course, nice back course. and thank well, them for that moment. Right. Well then are, and then are you, uh, because I think one of the, con- one of the strategies that, that we have tried and, and I think, you know, my, uh, my business partner, Mark, uh, and Chelsea handled more of our, uh, 
Chelsea, hi. Oh, Chelsea's here, our producer, Chelsea. I am here. Oh, hi. yeah. Chelsea, we, let's say I always love an opportunity to give out your social media. Feeding oh. Beautiful on uh, Instagram. <laughs> There's a lot of like food content. So good. A lot. Yeah. A lot, but, but we try to, Chelsea, I mean, and you, you're, you're a semi-influencer on social media. So you, so is it true that if you're out there and you, um, are liking other people's content and like commenting on that, that that can actually feed interaction back on your feed? Yes. Yeah. Any interaction is good. It just builds all your numbers. So responding to stories. Builds our, what's our numbers? You mean the, the, the like helps you in the algorithm? That algorithm is not really a thing anymore. It's what? more about oh, like your um, insights, your insight numbers. So anytime you respond to someone's story or comment and interact in any way, mm -hmm. it helps build your awareness. And so like you can see if you if you look on your profile and click on your insights, you'll see the, the graph table. Uh -huh. Okay. And is that for personal accounts or is that just a business account? It might be just business. Because your I account think is it's a business, business account. Yeah. Your account is a business. Yeah, but I'm, I think most I'm people listening. trying to be right. a more. Well, yeah. Well, I'm right. trying to be more of an influencer, but I'm not very good <laughs> at it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Her thousands of followers, uh, <laughs> I think, would disagree. Right. Um, <laughs> but, uh, well, uh, so I think what we've, I guess my point was there's been moments where we're trying to also, you know, interact with, with the, with our, the people we follow, you know, and that it's not just always about putting that content in your own feed. It is about interacting with, with other people. Yes, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And I definitely appreciate how you've added that element of tagging our uh, properties. Oh, nice. That was relatively yeah. within the last year, I would say. Mm -hmm. And I think that's another way that you're, promoting us and yourself and, and the content. So I think that's been a really nice well, addition. Yeah. And we've talked about it on here is what we, what we've, you know, every week now, because we decided because it just changes so often, like what is the, you know, what's the best thing to do on Instagram that's going to get you the most interaction. And, you know, it was like, okay, no, you did. It's mostly a stories and then reels and like those kind of native, just photo posts. It's like, yeah, don't do those every day. Cause that actually doesn't help you. You got to do those once or twice a week. And so we said, well, instead of us just, you know, put in all these new listings out we'll just do our home of the week and we'll just choose one kind of fun listing that we shot mm. this week and and do that and then we've been you know definitely tagging our our clients in that and then what we've also tried to do is do collaborative posts where you can actually you know somewhere in that process you say oh collaborate and so that way if the if the person other person accepts it shows up on both of your feeds and yeah, it's you I know you've that. seen that where it's like you know, upmarket media and Magda Nordahl, mm -hmm. and then they're presenting the same post. And it's like, that's great because it puts you in front of all of your followers as well. And that seems relatively newer because I just saw that. And it's I, just been the last few months that you've yeah. been able to do that. So, uh, yeah, we've really been trying to utilize that. Um, and then the other thing, uh, Chelsea, the, the newest thing we should touch on it is the, um, carousel post, right? Yeah. And I was just going to bring that up too, because I've noticed numbers aside, really building community is the biggest thing right now with social media. Um, and the, the carousel slides are huge for that. So like, okay, just can you explain getting what someone, a carousel is the, to people who might the not ones know. and you have like 10 pictures and you slide through the, right. the post. And so, and it's usually like, oh, you, you'll never believe the surprise ending. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. But that's the thing. You want people to slide to that last if, right. because right. Again, so don't it, do ten, boosts, just do like it makes you more five. relevant. It yeah. boosts your profile when someone does slide all the way to the end of the gallery. Right. Well, that's why so, in like nice. a cooking thing, you always want to get to the end to see what the dang thing yeah. looks like. Right. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Yeah. And then you want to eat it. No, yeah, well, so you do. You gotta, you gotta follow Chelsea over there on uh, Instagram, and follow you're gonna, you're home. gonna be mouth watering, you know, all the time. Um, all right. Well, 
great social media talk crew. Yeah. Appreciate that. Okay. We'll be back for a lot more marketing talk in just a sec. All right. And now it is time for our marketing moment. Sponsored by Upmarket Media. Come on, one-stop shop for all your realtor marketing needs. Specialize in photo, video, 3D, all the whole stuff for all your listings. Uh, give us a call. You can. You just heard Chelsea in the social media sidebar. If you call our main line, you get to talk to Chelsea. She'll book you right up. We'll, we'll get it done. You call us with any questions. You call, you know, we, we got you. And Magda, you know, I think, you know, we always think about marketing as because we're a media company as media, right? So that's our vested interest. And that's, you know, where we're always talking about, well, if you have photos, if you have video, but I think there's a lot of kinds of marketing you have a degree in marketing, but I think from what I'm understanding, one of the most powerful forms of marketing are open houses. It's this kind of face-to-face one-on-one interaction marketing. So, and I know you are known as the queen. You actually, I think boot camp new agents on, um, on, on doing open houses. So can you give us like a little nutshell on what you think about open houses and how you strategize and what your workflow is for that? Yeah, definitely. I think open houses are where buyers are right, and sellers. Um, and I like to do the numbers at the end of the year and see how many of my listings and sales came from open house. And it's usually over half. I mean, it's oh. really high. Um, and now at least 30%. I mean, but initial, my first few years, you mm-hmm. know, would be 60% open houses. I mean, it was high wow. because I was a new agent in the new community. And so as I would meet people, I didn't have that client base and right. sphere of influence like right. that I have built over the years of being here now. Mm-hmm. And so, and I still find it my number one new, you know, buyers. Right. right. Currently I have three or four listings that one of them, I met him at an open house six months ago, another one three years ago, uh-huh. um, another one that was a year, a little over a year ago, and one more was about a year ago. So four of my current listings were open houses. Wow. And not recent, but they were over time. Right. So well, it's definitely that follow-up and nurturing. Yeah. And yes. Well, so what is the nitty gritty of exactly how you run an open house? And, and I think from my perspective, you're coming with a little bit of advantage because you're a very, you know, well, well articulated, um, uh, kind, it's a kind seeming, I don't know if you're actually kind, um, <laughs> and, and, and personable person. Right. So I think you, you're very easy to talk to and, and not, not all of us have those, those gifts. So I think you're, you're starting with a little head start on people. Let's, let's be honest, but how do you go about just that day of the open house and, and, and yeah. how you interact with people when they come in? Well, it starts prior to the open house when you're thinking, so you're running a market analysis for the neighborhood so that you mm-hmm. know what's been selling in that neighborhood. Cause you're going to also have, um, neighbors coming, right? You have like three types it, of shoppers. Okay. You have the looky loos. Yeah. They just saw the sign. They're interested. You've got, um, buyers and sellers and you've got, um, neighbors. So right. those are your three key people. And everyone that comes in, I have different questions. My very first question I ask each person is, well, how did you find our open house today? Because if they said they saw my signs, they're looky loose, they're driving by, or they hadn't uh-huh. been online. If they found it online, they're active buyers searching. Right. So if they're a neighbor, the, I mean, right. there's just different questions to follow up. So based when on. it's the looky loo, do you keep them at arm's length? Never. Oh, okay. Okay. So, well, oh, uh, hot, oh, hot every takes. one of the, every single person I, I always say, well, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no matter where they found us, but it tells me how to re, um, target uh, right. the, you know, like 
the conversation. Uh, are you looking yeah. at other open houses today? Mm-hmm. Um, how long have you been in your current home? Do you own or buy? I mean, so there's right. different questions you're going to mm-hmm. ask. If it's a neighbor, I always say, oh, well, that's, that's awesome. Right. <laughs> <laughs> how long have you been in the neighborhood? Which floor plan? Is a similar floor plan to right. yours? Mm-hmm. How, how, have you done any fun upgrades? Right. You know, I'm a forever agent. I love to be a resource to people in the neighborhood. So I'd love for you to keep my card. If there's ever, you need right. a plumber, a handyman, a cleaning lady. I love taking care of clients for the life of their home. So that is a different strategy right. of who we are. Mm-hmm. We want to be a resource to every single person you meet. Right. So, well, and then with the, okay. So get back to the looky loose. Cause I okay. feel like I, cause I sometimes, you know, we, I don't know, in any business you end up, to, you, a lot of times it's the people who will never actually use you and, or just spend the minimum amount of money with you are the mm-hmm. ones that want to talk to you for the longest. And like how, when you are, you know, you're in an open house situation and there's multiple people coming through. Right. I mean, how do you weed that out? Right. Because to be honest, you, you do want to help people, but you also want to make sure that you're, you're spending your precious resource, which is the time that you have there. Mm-hmm. You want to spend it most effectively in order to cultivate more business. And how, you know, when you have that look, you lose, Oh, I just drove by and I saw it, you know, how, then how much do you engage them? Well, and, and you know, sometimes they don't give you the full story. Right. And it doesn't mean they're not going to buy in the future. Right. So, right. So your whole job is to, you say, that's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) And then, because it is awesome that they're here. It's, this is why I'm here. Right. To meet them. And so I say, well, here's a brochure. I'd love for you to give me feedback. What you think of the house? You know, do you currently own or do you buy? Have you thought about any future marketing, you know, any uh, needs in the future in the next five years? What are your thoughts about staying in the area, moving Mm -hmm. into a different property? I mean, you can just, it's a lifestyle of different needs and and it changes every so many years for everybody. You know, are they getting married? Are they young? Are they older? Do they have children that might need me for buying a house? You know, so it's really just being personable. You just treat everyone the same. That's what you're Well, and I will tell you, and I don't don't realize that I'm being different for anything, Mm -hmm. but I've had people actually say at an open house, at the end of my current client that you just staged or photographed for me mm-hmm. said to me at the end of meeting me, you didn't know you were being interviewed. Did you? She goes, I go to open houses to interview agents to find who's going to work for me right? or with me for mm-hmm. my next property. And that's just so interesting. I mean, life is an interview. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but it's very interesting to have somebody say those words <laughs> to you. <laughs> right, 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 right. Well, but it, I mean, it always is. I mean, I think that's a really good way to look at it. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, and you want to present yourself in the best possible light while yeah. being, you know, while being honest about who you are. And that's the thing is I feel like for you, like, I really believe all that coming from you that you just want to be there to help and you want to be this resource and it it absolutely enhances your business. But Mm -hmm. I think that's also how you want to live your life. And I think some of us aren't, you know, I'm not as helpful as that. Right. I try to be, you know, for our clients, but I don't have, you know, for the general public or whatever, I just don't have the, like, I I couldn't do, I couldn't sit in an open house and just, you know, so I will tell you, maybe I could. Very interesting that you say that because we all have our own style. And when I, I, you know, I am, uh, doing the onboarding for our Berkshire Hathaway Mm -hmm. agents for California properties. When they come on board, they have a training program and I just do strategies for open house. Right. And I tell everybody, this is my verbiage, change it to be you. Right. It's only authentic if it's you and not everybody's up and bubbly, not everybody, but somebody else might be better at statistics. You might be better at, you know, talking about the neighborhood stats and the various things. So, and, and being, so I always say, just make sure that you're capitalizing on why you're there. 
Yeah. And be personal, but it's not a social hour. So I'm personal, but I have strategic questions that right. lead me to the information I need to gather mm-hmm. and to give my information so that they know more about right. who I am and what but, I do. Because I think that can sound cynical when you're like, oh, I'm just trying to get this information from them. But I think the way I would frame it for you is you're getting that information so that you can be as the, be- the, the best service to them as possible. And I only have two, three minutes with them. Right. Maybe longer. Right. So right that moment is... Why am I here? So they have, within those few minutes, they have to know what I offer, how I can be of service to them now or in the future. Right. So it's actually super important that I'm strategically focused on making sure I say those things in a kind and very real way. Right. Because this is a relational business. It's not a transactional business. Right. So it's really important to me that they can understand you know, how I can be a benefit to them. Right. And I think it, it and it does always go back to, and it's what, what you just said is that, uh, you know, it, it really needs to be authentic to who you yes. are and, and, um, you know, all your marketing, it needs to be that. And, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, we always want to put the best version of ourselves out there when we're, when we're talking with our clients, but if we try to be something we're not, it just, it just never really works. You know, yeah. maybe you can pass off for a little while. But. And I, when I first started, I took everybody's contact, but I've actually gotten to a place where I only, take contact from the people that I had built a little moment of mm-hmm. relational moment with, you know, oh, that showed uh-huh. interest because I mean, it has to be what I can follow up with that. I feel right. someone, otherwise they got my card. And I always say, everybody has a yes for your business. So even if okay. you came in there and you didn't want to buy, uh-huh. I'd say, well, that's awesome. No worries. <laughs> right? Everything's awesome. Uh, yeah. You know, but, but I'd love, for, you know, I keep asking enough questions till I find your yes. So your yes might be to take my business card. Your yes may not be, oh, you know, would you like information about this? Do you need a lender? Do you need this? And so mm-hmm. I offer a variety of resources. And one of my favorite one that I almost always get a yes is my um, mobile app that shows all the open houses. Oh, you're going to look at open houses today. What are you using an app currently? Well, let me just show you ours. And I just show it. It's a free app. I'm right. no stalker guarantee. I'm not going to track them down right. because they opened it or mm-hmm. utilized it. I want to be a resource to anybody that could use it. Right. When do you ask the one question that I, I when I've been at open houses, occasionally we have to shoot during an open house or something and, or I've just been to them that, you know, and, uh, the, the agent at some point always seems to ask, well, you're working with an agent currently. And when does that question, or do you ask that question? I and when does that question that come out? I might ask that to the very end. So I want to be a resource first. And then I, I'll find that out by saying um, something like, you know, um, like, would you like to see other properties? And that's when they start to go, oh, you know what? I am working with somebody. And right. I say, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah, I knew <laughs> I that's said, what we, you were going to say. We are all, we yeah. play in the same sandbox. I never like to step on toes. Yeah. I'm really glad someone's right. taking good care well, of you. Well, and there's always ways to get information, you know, that you, uh, without directly asking, yes. you know, like if you, like, I don't like, like, I don't ask people uh, personally, usually if they have children, because you just never know. It could mm-hmm. be a pain point for them or, you know, whatever. But uh, but if I want to know if they have kids, I'll just talk about my kid. And then invariably, oh, yeah, well, I got a 15-year-old or right. you know, whatever. Finding so, some like. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So if you if you talk, if you talk, and I think that's, like, oh, if I, I, you know, are you interested in seeing more properties, then they're going to have to, you know. Right. Say. Finally disclose. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because, you know, we live in a community. I'd rather have honest, real relationships with my colleagues and also the ethical Mm -hmm. because I want the same treatment for me and they're going to be my buddies for life. Whereas the client comes and goes and it's never, there's no joy in anything that's not perfectly yours. Right. Right. Well, okay. So 
you ask all those questions at the open house. Um, and then are you, you're promoting the open house. Well, you have your app, but if people don't know, you know, have the app then that they're not going to get there that way. But it's, is it, it otherwise you have those, those, but for the, and now we're talking with the garden variety, Saturday, Sunday, open houses, not mm-hmm. the exclusive ones. Are, are you just drawing people in by placing your signs around the neighborhood? Um, we actually do a lot of social media. Uh-huh. The company does as well as I do. Um, and we do sometimes, if it's a new listing, we pay for additional like um, exposure areas for the property. Okay. So it's being promoted, you know. By by your brokerage. By the Berkshire okay. House. Yeah, okay. by our brokerage. And so that's one. But we also, um, the signs um, for, well, for the realtor ones, we do send out emails to everybody mm-hmm. to invite them to come. Right. Where, yeah, and you promoted a caravan and, yes. you, know, you know, all that. Yes. Well, but... before we started recording, you did say, and I just want to ask you about that. You said, you know, even if no one comes to my open house, it's still a success or something. Well, absolutely. I mean, your job is to draw attention to the property. Right. And of course we get attention to us as well because your name is on it. You're on social media as you're hosting it. You've hopefully done something with the neighbors. Mm -hmm. I do what I call my little 10 house door knocking and I don't do it faithfully. I have to admit, but when I'm pushing myself, I say I can do two houses on either side of the house and six across there gives me 10. So I can do 10 door knocking. That's doable. Right. And you do that on the open house day. So I do it usually the morning of the open house. Right. You say, Oh, I'm going to have, I'm going to hold this open. So I invite them. And then I usually bring a little magazine um, because Uh they're a neighbor. I actually print out the um, market report for Mm -hmm. their neighborhood only. Right. So it says it's called activity um, Mm -hmm. in your neighborhood. Right. So, I try to have that and I keep extras with me in case other neighbors come in. So if they came in and they said, Oh, I'm a neighbor. I'm like, well, that's awesome. And then I give them <laughs> Do you a little really bit say of information. That's awesome? I, I believe, swear yeah. every time. <laughs> and it's uh, authentic, a joyful way of saying, great. Right. You yeah, know, of course, of sure. course. Well, I, to me, that would be easy. Cause I, I would be, if I were a realtor, I feel like I'd be daunted by that whole door knocking thing. Cause you're just like, well, I'm just a realtor. But when you, when you have something to talk about, right. Yes. When you have that, it's like, Hey, I, you see that house over there. I'm holding it open today. I just wanted to let you know, cause right. I know a lot of, you know, whatever. And then, then it's like, you feel like there's a reason for you to be there other than you're just selling yourself. And that's probably why I don't mind doing it then. Right. And I also feel like too, cause I'm like, Oh, and we love our neighbors. We want you to come take a look because you're one of our best marketing resources. Because once you've seen the home, when you share it with your friends and family, you'll know right. about the floor plan and all the upgrades mm-hmm. that have been put in the property. Right. Right. So, and, and you may know someone who, you know, you, you know, that people can help choose their neighbors. They say, yeah. Oh, I have have a buddy who's, you know, looking at it. And you'd so. be surprised. Neighbors feel embarrassed. Like they're always like, they walk in there like, I'm just a nosy neighbor. Right, right, right. And you're, so that's where you have to make them feel welcome and comfortable. Right. Yeah. Right. Because they belong there too. We want yeah. them there. Yeah. They're you just, know. I mean, well, they're just spying and, on their neighbors. And, but and they you know, do say one yeah. out of so many homes in the radius will probably put their home on the market. You know, like, yeah. like the one that I have coming up in two weeks was down the street from an open house yeah, a year I, ago. I feel like they cluster. Yeah. But I, I mean, like, it was a year ago, but it was still the same street. So yeah, yeah, connecting no, exa- with the neighbor. It, yeah, exactly. Well, it, 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 um, you know, that, that does seem just a great way to meet because it does seem like, you know, realtors will do that where it's just like, and especially if they live on that street, all of a sudden you'll say they just, you know, they'd sell like 
five houses mm-hmm. on the same street. It just, you know, listings beget listings, right? And especially, sure. you know, and the closer a home is to that listing, the more, the more of a chance you're, you're, you're going to be able to land that, I think. And you want to be that face that they remember and somebody mm-hmm. that was kind, that was had resources, that knew their information, that had the stats. I mean, right. that's important. Right. Again, it is part of that interview that you didn't know you were on. <laughs> right, 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 right. Well, yeah. And just even having, like you say, you know, if, if no one even shows up to the thing, it's like your, your signs are out there all day long. Which you has know, only happened like maybe twice in, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, it happens. And you, and you yeah. do feel like, so your open house. So I will tell you, this is an interesting okay. thing. Um, right. When I first started, like, again, newer in a community. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did open houses throughout the week. Like oh. I would just look for listings that were vacant and I'd ask my colleagues, Hey, can I hold that open? So mm-hmm. if it was near a school, I did a 12 to three cause that's where pickup would be. Right. If it was a good, busy traffic, I'd do a twilight. And I even had an agent one time pick up my sign and call me. And he said, Hey, I just picked up your sign. I think you left it from the weekend. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm doing an open house right now. He's like, Oh, I'll go put it back. You know? <laughs> right. Well, so that's They're the, not used to that. Right. That's the other key with open houses. It doesn't, I, I, I think it's obvious, but I think it just bears repeating. It doesn't have to be your listing to, to do a, to do an open house. And in fact, if you're a newer agent, it's probably not going to be your listing. Right. 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 And yeah. honestly, like my, um, my, I was holding an open house my first year and we didn't get, like, it didn't sell. They decided to just, it was for mm-hmm. another agent. They decided to rent it because mm-hmm. they didn't get the, right. you know, bites in quick mm-hmm. enough. Mm-hmm. And one of the neighbors came by and had wanted it, but then it was now rented. And so I said, well, there was another property that also is on hold. Let me call them and ended up finding, you know, getting that Mm -hmm. house for them. So I ended up listing their house, selling them the house that was (laughs) on the same street. And then another neighbor came over, was a renter. And he said, you know, I've I've been renting here, but they Mm -hmm. don't want to sell. I'm like, I'll be right over after the open house. And I tripled all three sides on my first year. So it's like being quick and responsive to meeting. Mm -hmm. I'll be right over. Right. Right. And it's, you know, follow up. And I had to dig and I had to call the other agent and say, Hey, your house is on hold. Is there any possibility your client would like to still show it and sell it? And I was able to pull it off market and get it for this client. Right. And, and you find that, that people, that other agents are usually pretty willing to let people hold their houses open. If it's your office, for if sure. It's your office, yeah. yeah. And that's most agents like to hold their very first open. But mm-hmm. then if like I have two or three properties, right. well, I can't hold them all open. My, my, right. I want to represent my client. Right. So yes, absolutely. We, right. um, and just do a good job and right. let your um, other agent know how many numbers came through. What were the feedback? Take sure. pictures to send it to them so they could send it. So they look good. So you're a team. And right. if you build that good rapport within your office, you're going to get called first for, you know, open houses. Right. So good. You know, but holding an open house, I mean, that requires action, <laughs> which is going to take us to our action items. Oh, and our action items this week are once again sponsored by Choice Home Warranty. Tamara Rossi Molina, oh, the best. Choice Home Warranty, your best place to get the best, the choicest home warranty. You can find them at chwpro.com. Tamara Rossi Molina. Magda, I'm going to go first on my action item today. I'm going to, I, yours is going to be so good that I want to finish strong. Uh, mine is simple. Action items should be simple, but I want everyone who's listening to this, who has an Instagram account to do a carousel post. We talked about it. That's how you're going to be getting engagement. So just do one, even if it's of your dog, 
you know, whatever it is, do a carousel post. It doesn't have to be good old upmarket media photos on there. You know, whatever it is, just experiment with doing something that tells a little story with the photos and that where someone is going to want to want to go to the end, take that first step in kind of building, as Chelsea said, your, your numbers, building up uh, your account. And, and I guess too, as a, as an adjunct to this, maybe think about even if your Instagram is kind of personal, getting a business, making it a business account so that you can actually utilize some of those tools in order to, to increase your reach. All right. Awesome. All right. You ready? All right. So I was thinking since we've been talking about open houses today, I'm going to challenge about open houses. So I would like to challenge that two things. One, Go back and look at all your contacts from past open houses and reach out, whether you put them into your CRM or you've been keeping them in a notebook, you know, handwritten note, phone call. These are people that were warm leads Mm -hmm. that came to an open house for some reason and just reaching out to see if you could be of service, if there's anything that you can answer for them and add them into your CRM if you haven't already been doing so for your email. So. Definitely a pool of resources that we tend, especially me, Mm -hmm. because we're happy to work with our hot leads. Yes, right. But our warm leads are going to get cooler and cooler the longer we wait. Right. Okay. That you said doer too. Yes. So if you're a newer agent and you don't have this big sphere of influence, Uh (laughs) (laughs) right, then I'm going to encourage you to do several open houses this coming week and find ones that are vacant at your office and see if you can host it during the week and during the week, during the week, All right. because if they're usually booked on the weekends from the agent. So right. if they're already booked, don't, don't, don't let that stop you. Right. But if they're not booked, get a, you know, book an open house. Um, and I will tell you, be strategic. Like, are you going to do those 10 door knockings on the neighbors? You know, make Go sure Magda you Magda style. <laughs> well, being prepared and, you know, having that information about the stats of the homes that were sold in their neighborhood and um, having your questions that you're going to ask so that you could capture their information and to always be a resource and care about them in a way that's so genuine, but I know you'll do that anyway. Oh, you, you have a little rose colored glasses there, but thank you. Yes. But let's all use Magda as an inspiration. One, I I think, you know, one of the, the, the kindest, most thoughtful uh, Mm -hmm. people in the real estate world. Thank you so much, Magda, for being here today. And I think you gave out so much great information. It's such a wonderful episode. We'll have you back sometime and really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. It was so fun. All right. Real VC is a production of Upmarket Studios. This episode was produced by Chelsea Froelich and edited by Bethany Diedrich. We'll be back shortly with a brand new episode. But in the meantime, we hope that all your transactions will be smooth. Thank you for everything. Everything.